This anointed teaching by Apostle David Muluzi is brought to you by God's Tabernacle Christian Family Church. We hope you have an encounter with God as you listen to this message. Well, praise God, praise God, praise God. We want to welcome you today into in today's program, you know, Sunday morning service, the first day of the week, the day of the Lord, the day that we are to celebrate and, you know, be glad unto God. We thank God that this day we are here together to break bread. You know, this is what we are here for, to break bread, you know, to, to uh, share the word together. We are here for that. So you're all welcome in today's program. And it's going to be great. I believe that God is going to minister to us. Even as he's going to share with us what uh, he has in mind. And so I believe that God is going to, to be there for us. That God is going to minister to our lives. So you're all welcome in today's program. You're all welcome you are doing well make sure that you are in and up and running make sure that uh, all is well with you that nothing distracts you nothing disturbs you even as we share the way together uh, i thank god that this day god is going to minister unto you i believe that the word of the lord is going to come through into your life this morning I believe that the word of God is going to minister unto you this day. I believe that God is going to touch your life supernaturally, that you're going to see the goodness of God coming through your life, even as we share the word together. You know, this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and we will be glad in it. And so we will be glad in the word of God this morning, even as we receive uh, the impartation of life, you know, another dose of life this morning as we receive the word of God. So you're all welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in wherever you're uh, tuning from, you know, whether you are seeing this life or you're seeing uh, it afterwards, you know, you're welcome. The word never get decayed, gets decayed. The word never expire the word of god it's always life it's always there it's always fulfilling it's always effective the word of god it's always there for us and so i believe that even as we share the word together that you're going to uh, receive the life of god the life that comes from god the life that god minister unto us in the name of jesus christ you know, I'm so much glad about the life of God. Where would we be if the Lord had not been on our side? Where would we be, you know, if the Lord had not sustained us? Where would we be if the Lord had not kept us? You know, we wouldn't be anywhere. We are glad and we are grateful to God that God has kept us. God has been there for us. God has sustained us. God has ministered unto our lives. And that God will still continue to do a work in our lives. The Bible says that he who began a good work in us will bring it to completion. The God who began a good work in our lives, that God will bring it to completion in the name of Jesus Christ. Let me tell you that what God has done in you, what God has begun in your life, you know, how God has started moving in your life, he will bring it to completion. You know, we should not worry about, but God, what about tomorrow? You know, the Bible says that uh, tomorrow will have to worry about itself. Don't be concerned about tomorrow. Be concerned about serving God, about being in the will and the purpose of God. Tomorrow will take care of itself. God will be there for you. Actually, God is there already uh, in your tomorrow. He is right there in your tomorrow. So you don't have to worry about tomorrow. All that you have to be concerned about is about God. I am in your will. God, I am in your plan. I am in your purpose. God, I'm serving you. God, I'm seeking you. God, I'm doing your will. You know, God will take care of you. Of you. 
now, now uh, 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 look at this. Uh, Jesus said, this is right at the beginning of his ministry in Matthew chapter 6. You know, uh, you know Jesus says that, that uh, look at the birds of the air. You know, look at the birds of the air. They, they, neither, they don't go out and say, you know, today, you know, we're going to work today. You know, but every day God feeds them. Yeah. And if God can take care of the birds of the air, God can take care of you, child of God. Yeah. And so this is the time whereby we are to trust in God with all of our hearts. And this is the time that we are not to learn on our own understanding, but to trust in the ability and the grace of God upon our lives. So we are grateful to God that we could trust Him. You know, we have God that we can trust. We have God that we can trust. We are not alone, you know, but we have God that we can trust. And we do trust in our God because God is alive. Greater is He that is in you than the one that is in the world. God who is in the inside of you, God is greater than all challenges, than all difficulties that we might be facing out there. So we are grateful to God that God is there. He said that He will never leave us, He will never forsake us, but that God will be with us till the end of the age. And so God will be with you, God is with you until the end of the age. And you know, uh, the Bible says that He's not a man that He should lie, nor a son of man that He should say, I made a mistake. You know, whatever God promises, that's what He will do. And so we are grateful for God that we serve God who keeps His promises. God who is there always for us. He keeps His way. You know, He makes sure that His way comes to pass. So we are grateful for, uh, unto God that it's God who does that. And so this morning you're going to be blessed. Even as we come to your house, come to your uh, office, if you are uh, working, you know, in one of the essential services, uh, wherever you are, even as we come to you, maybe you're listening to this message on while you're driving, we, as we come to you, God is ministering unto you. God is touching your life. God will minister unto you and will touch your life. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. I guess that uh, that was just prepping you for what is to come. Prepping you and encouraging you for even as we go into today's message in Jesus' name. Now let us pray. Father, we thank you right now for being with us. We thank you, God, for your grace and mercy upon our lives even as we share the word. We thank you, Father, that the entrance of your word brings life. We thank you that, Father, even as we receive, Lord, your word this morning, that we are receiving life unto our lives in the name of Jesus Christ. And, Lord, even as I share your word, I thank you that, God, you anoint me by your spirit, you anoint my mind. I thank you that I share, Lord, what you desire your children to receive this morning, in the name of Jesus Christ. And Father God, I thank you right now that even as your word goes forth, that it brings faith, it brings healing, it brings salvation, it brings deliverance, Lord. It brings provision unto the lives of people. I thank you that fear, doubt, and confusion goes. Even as they go, Father, even as, they, as your children receive the word of God this morning, in the name of Jesus Christ. And Lord, I promise to give you all the praise, the glory, and the honor for all that you will do and accomplish through your word this day. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen and amen. Now, uh, on Monday we started a program. We started a subject on, we started talking about abiding in the Lord. You know, that we are abiding in, in the way, you know, abiding in the way of God. And so today we will see that God and His Word are one. And so as you look into the Word of God, 
you are looking into God. You know, as you receive the word of God, you receive a God in your life. <coughs> Excuse me. And as you receive God, you receive His life. You know, not only His life, but you receive His love. You know, not only His love, but you receive His strength. You know, not only His strength, but you receive His wisdom. You receive His understanding. You receive everything. All the attributes of God are being infused in your life, even as you receive the Word of God. You know, Jesus said to the people, He said that the words that I speak unto you are spirit and they are life. That is the Word of God that we preach. The Word of God is not dead. The Word of God is not just a history that we read about that, yes, one time ago there was Jesus who walked about and healed people. You know, that's not what it is. It was live then. It is still live even today. You know, in other words, it, it, just like it was waking then, it is still waking even today in the name of Jesus Christ. So that is why our only weapon and our only instrument that we have to succeed and to do well in our lives is the Word of God. We cannot do without the Word of God, you know, but we can do with the Word of God. So let's turn our Bibles to John chapter 8 and we're going to read verse 31, you know, and uh, Jesus said to the Jews who had believed him, If you abide in my words, you are truly my disciples. Now he said that you're following me, you know, but I want to tell you that if you abide in my word, then you're truly my disciples. So meaning that the disciples of Jesus abide in the way. You know, if I don't abide in the way, then I am not a disciple of Jesus. Now, we have seen that abiding in the way, it's about clinging the word of God, into the word of God. It's about believing the word of God. It's about trusting and depending upon the word of, uh, of the Lord. It's about holding on the word of God. Now, other translation says that if you continue in my way, you know, so abiding in the word of God, it's about continuing in the word of God. So if I continue in the word of God, then I am a disciple of Jesus. We can put it this way. The disciples of Jesus continue in the word of God. Yeah. Now, I want you to confess that right now. Say this. A disciple of Jesus continue in the word of God. Abide in the word of God. Say, the disciple of Jesus continues in the word of God. Say this, as a disciple of Jesus, I continue in the word of God. I abide in the word of God. Say this, the proof that I am a disciple of Jesus is when I abide in the Word of God. Oh, there is so much truth uh, right there. The proof that I am a, a disciple of Jesus, say it, say it, a child of God. A proof, the proof that I am a disciple of Jesus is when I abide in the Word of God. When I abide in the Word of God, that shows that I am a disciple of Jesus. I follow Jesus by following His way. Praise God. That is so much true. You know, that we need to follow the word of God. So Jesus says, if you abide in my ways, you're truly my disciple. You know, truly, meaning really, 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 uh, you know, uh, you know, I saw, I saw, and, uh, you know, in a clinic, so, 
you know, truly, truly, as bad as bad, you know, that if I abide in the weight, uh, uh, then uh, as bad, I am a disciple of Jesus Christ. If I abide in the word of God. And so, what is abiding in the word of God? Now, we see here that abiding in the word of God is continuing in the word of God. That if I abide in the word of God, then I continue in the word of God. And so the word is true. The word is uh, it's able to help us in our situation. You know, the word is able to be there for us. The word is able to take us through. So if I abide in the word, then I am truly the disciple of Jesus Christ. Now, I want us to look at John chapter 15. And we will start reading from verse 1. Jesus is speaking here. He says, I am the true vine, and my father is a vine dresser. You know, Jesus is saying that I am the vine, and my father is a vine dresser. He's the one who looks after this vine. You know, but I am the true vine. And he says, every branch in me, you know, every branch where in me, you know, every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. Now, how do we benefit from Jesus? When we, we give our lives to Jesus, we are connected to Jesus. And when we are connected to Jesus, now the Bible says that we need to bear fruit. You know, we need to show that we are connected to Jesus. Let me tell you. Accepting Jesus Christ is not only about that, oh, I am a Christian. You know, but you must bear fruit in your life that you are a Christian. When you are connected to Jesus, your life must show that you are a Christian. You know, that if I used to steal, I will steal no more. Why? Because it's a, not stealing, it's a fruit of abiding in Jesus Christ. If I used to do bad things, you know, immoral things, I will no longer do them because I am connected to Jesus. If I used to steal, I will steal no more. If I used to lie, I will lie no more. You know, if I used to do bad things, I will not, no longer do those bad things because I am abiding in Jesus. I am bearing food. My life is showing that I am in Christ Jesus. And so Jesus was talking about here. He says that uh, every branch, so we are the branches that are stuck on the vine, you know, on the root, on the stem, that is Jesus. And the stem is Jesus. And so he says here, every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. God takes away. You know? And so we need to make sure that we bear fruit. And he says, every branch that uh, does bear fruit, he prunes it that it may bear more fruit. You know, when you begin to uh, exhibit the character of Christ in your life, what happens? God will prune you. God will direct you. God will help you. You know, God will speak to you. The Holy Spirit will minister unto you. Why? Not because he hates you, but because he wants you to bear much fruit, to bear uh, more fruit. He wants you to increase even more. And he says, already you are clean because of the way that I have spoken to you. You, know, you are full. You are clean because of the way that I have spoken to you. You know, the way that I have given you, Already that way has begun to cleanse you, to take away the film, to take away the lying, to take away the immorality, to take away uh, the, the, you know, uh, the stealing, to take away uh, you know, the abuse, uh, abusive language, to take away uh, hatred, to take away... Uh, anything you know so God says that the way that I've already that I have began speaking unto you uh, they, uh, that way has began to has started to produce results has started to wash you to clean you to make you well now look at verse 4 
Verse 4, he says here, Abide in me, and I in you. You know, abide in me, and I abide in you. Now, John uses uh, the word abide a lot, you know, more than other uh, gospels and more than other writers, really, in the Bible. And he, he really wants to emphasize this, that it is important that you abide in the Lord. You know, it is important that uh, as a Christian you abide in the Lord. Remember, the book of John was written towards the end of the first, uh, uh, you know, uh, first century. You know, around 94, 95, run about there, the close of the first century. And so by then, uh, the church has expanded, Christians have increased, you know, and Jerusalem has been destroyed, the temple is no longer there, and, uh, and so persecutions are beginning to come in, and not only that, but also false teaching has started to creep in among Christians, you know, in the body of Christ. And so when John wrote this gospel, he was writing into the God, to the Christians. And he was emphasizing to them that the only thing that you need to do is to get stuck to the word of God and to Jesus Christ. You know, he was encouraging them that anything that will take you through is the word of God. So it was only during the good time that he wrote this Bible. You know, that he wrote these scriptures. It was when the church, the church, it was uh, like, on one hand, it was expanding. It was doing well. People were getting saved. The church was growing. More churches were being established. It was doing well. But on the other side, persecution uh, was threatening uh, the well-being of the church, of Christians. Christians were being persecuted. Christians were being harassed. Christians were being aimed at and, uh, you know, to be destroyed. And not only that, uh, so that was persecutions. It was an attack from outside, outside of the church, coming outside of the church. And then within the church, there was also a threat. And it was a threat of heresy, a threat of uh, things, uh, 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 teaching that were not in line with God, that were not in line with uh, the, the Word of God. And they started during the time of Paul, when Paul was still alive, you know, and he was addressing those heresies, you know, people coming with a lot of uh, teachings that were not founded on Scripture. And so there was the church, the body of Christ, Christians were facing really challenge from outside, and also from inside. And so, uh, that has not changed. That in the body of Christ, you know, Christians, the body of Christ, Christians, we are faced with challenges from outside, you know, persecutions, people ridiculing you, people harassing you because you are a Christian. And not only that, but also from within. You know, from within. Where people are coming up with new teachings that are not based on the Bible. Where people are just basing and doing things because they work or they seem to work. Even if they, they, they come against the word of God. And, you know, and so the church is faced with a threat that is from outside. And also a threat that is from within. And that is why... And, and John was writing this to the Christians that you need to abide in the word of God. The only thing that will help you is to abide in Christ. The only thing is just to get stuck in the word of God. You know, be committed to God, be committed to his way, read the Bible. You know, when Paul writes to Timothy, he says to him, that uh, take this way and then one of the things that Timothy was to do was a public reading of scriptures you know public reading of scriptures you know that he would just come up they would gather 
And all that Timothy would do would just take the Bible and read it. You know, and, and just public reading of scripture. And why? Because people needed to understand what the Bible says. Uh, the pure milk of the word of God. The other day we talked about the pure milk of the word of God. And so that is why, child of God, it is important that you go into the word of God, you read the word of God. We thank God for the pastors, we thank God that uh, for the preachers that we can preach unto you, but that should never replace the reading of the Bible, daily reading of the Bible. And in God's tabernacle, we are saying, read a chapter a day. You know, that is why we have those Bible uh, 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 scriptures. Uh, uh, yesterday we were reading uh, Matthew chapter 25. Today we are reading Matthew chapter 26. And so every day we are reading a chapter of the Bible. We started, uh, and we have been doing this for years. You know, starting in Genesis Go through all until we, uh, we get to uh, Revelation 22. Then we move back to Genesis 1. Every day taking a, 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 you know, a, a chapter in the Bible. And this is important. And so child of God, we need to receive the way every day. You know, and, and the public reading of the way will help us. Why? Because when we read the way, we are getting into Christ. You know, we are getting into His way. We are getting into Christ. And by getting into Christ, we are receiving the life. The life is in the Word of God. The life is in Christ. The life is in the Word of God. So the Word and Christ are one. We cannot separate the two. You know, both are the same. It's one and the same thing. The Word of God and Jesus Christ. You know, Jesus was there. And remember, also the Old Testament is talking about Jesus Christ. You remember uh, when the two disciples, after Jesus rose from the dead, were on their way to Emmaus and uh, they were talking and Jesus came uh, by and he started working with them and uh, Jesus explained to them the scriptures. The Bible says that starting from Moses and the prophets, and you know, he explained to them, meaning the Old Testament. He took the Old Testament and look, look, listen to this. He says he explained, uh, you know, himself. He showed them that the scriptures were talking about Jesus Christ, that Jesus was to die and uh, on the third day, uh, uh, you know, be raised from the, the from the dead, and so also the Bible, the Old Testament, is talking about Jesus. We see Jesus from Genesis until Revelation. The whole Bible is about Jesus. It's about his death, burial, and resurrection. That is the core of our salvation. You know that Jesus died and that Jesus uh, was buried and that Jesus rose from the dead. You know, in, in, in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, from verse 3, the Bible is talking about them, that this is the gospel that we preach. This is what we need to uh, depend upon. This is what we need to stay on. You know, never deviate to any other thing. No revelation should take you away from what is called. You know, every revelation from God will always bring you back to what is called. You know, that is very much important. And so even if there are so many things out there, so many teachings happening, we need to understand that every teaching must always bring us back to Jesus Christ, to His death, burial, and resurrection. And that that is bringing life unto our lives. And so Jesus says this in John 15. He says that I am the vine and you are the branches. You know, whoever abides in me and I in him, it's he that bears much fruit. For apart from me, uh, you, he says, apart from me, you can do nothing. You know, apart from me, you know, if you are not in me, you cannot do anything. And so apart from Jesus, 
I can do nothing. Say this with me. Apart from Jesus, I can do nothing. And nothing means nothing. Because that's what nothing means. Yeah. So apart from Jesus, we are nothing. Yeah, we are nothing apart from Jesus. Yeah. And so, uh, I am nothing apart from Jesus. I am what I am by the grace of God, by Jesus Christ. You know, that's what Paul says. Paul says that he was what he was you know, by the grace of God, by Jesus Christ. And so, that's why we need to abide in the Bible. And so he says that, for apart from me, you are nothing. So I am nothing apart from Jesus Christ. And he says, if anyone does not abide in me, he's thrown away like a branch and withers. So if I don't abide from uh, abide on the Lord, then I can be thrown away. You know, I disconnect myself if I don't abide in the vine. Now, there are people who say, well, it is God who chooses who abides and who does not abide. But Jesus says, you abide. You know, it's a, a, it's a command. He says that it is you. Our, the responsibility is us. You know, if anyone does not abide, he's thrown away. You know, he says, if you abide, you know, then you, 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 uh, uh, you, are, you, you are something in Christ. If you abide, you know, he says, abide. So it's, it's your responsibility. Now, so meaning that if I don't abide, if I don't continue in the word of God, then I will be thrown away. I will disconnect from life. Say this, if I don't abide... I disconnect myself from the life of God. And so for me to stay in the life of God, I need to abide in the word of God. And so he says, if anyone does not abide in me, he's thrown away like a branch and he withers. You know, he will just uh, withers away if he does not abide in the word of God. And so it's very much important that we abide in the way. It's very much important that we stay in the way. It's very much important that we connect in the way of God. If I connect in God, if I connect in His way, if I abide in His way, then I, I will stay. You know, I won't read that and I will stay in the Lord. So the responsibility is on me. The responsibility is on you to stay in the way of God. And so he says here, he that, uh, you know, he says, and the branches are gathered and thrown into the fire and are burned. You know, people with us, if they don't stay in, the, in, in, in Christ, if they don't stay in the way. Let me tell you, if I, if I stay away from the word of God, I will wither. You know, I will just fade off. You know, over time, I will just fade off if I don't stay in the way. And so that is why uh, the devil wants to take you away from the way. And the way he does it is by offense. You know, he wants to bring offense onto your life. Be offended of, uh, by God or be offended by the preacher or be offended by the fellow Christians. He wants to bring offense because he knows that if he brings offense, he can take you away from the word of God. You know? And so that is why we need to guard ourselves that, you know what, I will never be offended. I refuse to be offended. You know, you must be uh, resolute in your heart that I refuse to be offended. Say this with me. Say, I refuse to be offended by anybody by God, by any preacher, by any Christian. Say, I refuse to be offended, especially by my, my, my pastor, uh, through whom I receive the way. I refuse to close the channel of life through offense. 
in Jesus' name. Say this, I rebuke any spirit of offense that wants to come through my life in the name of Jesus. I come against it. I bind that spirit. Satan, I rebuke you. You get away from me. You get away from my life. In Jesus' name. I walk in love. I walk in the love of Christ in my life. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. And so, uh, we need to stay connected uh, through the life, through the word of God. Now, if I, 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 I disconnect myself, you know, some people would say, you know, Pastor, I got a job and uh, far away, you know, and you ask them, is there a church that you can fellowship? No, uh, actually, uh, it's out there and there are no good churches there. And uh, so, but the job is paying me more money and, you know, I, I will take that. And you find that people are drifting, are taking that job, whereby... Uh, they, they find themselves in a situation whereby they are staying away from the word of God. And tell me, they, uh, let me tell you, they might be having more money, gaining more money uh, because of uh, that job. Uh, but the unfortunate part is that uh, because they are not receiving the weight in their spirit, it's just a matter of time, uh, you find them fading away. You know, no longer committed to God, no longer serving God, no longer doing the will of God. And, and, and that's where the devil steals from them. And so we need to guard ourselves against such that we will never fade away, but we will abide. You know, so Jesus said this, that whoever does not abide, anyone does not abide in me, in his way, he's thrown away, he with us. You know, because he's cutting himself away. And verse 7, if you abide in me and my words abide in you. You know, if you abide in me, you know, if I abide in the Lord, if I abide in the truth of the word of God, if I abide in Jesus Christ, if I abide in the way, I am abiding in Christ. You know, how do I abide in Christ? By abiding in the word of God. How do I walk in Christ? Uh, by walking in the Word of God. And so by abiding in the, word of, in the Word of God, it's actually abiding in Christ. And so listen to uh, what Jesus says. He says, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, then ask whatever you wish. You know, why? Because your prayers will be according to the Word of God. And so ask whatever you wish. And it will be done for you. And God will do it. God will come through for you. God will minister unto you. Because you abide in the way of God. You know, because you are there abiding in the word of God. And so our answers will, our prayers will be answered because we are abiding in the word of God. If I don't abide in the word of God, uh, and I might pray amiss, and I'm, when I pray amiss, I won't be answered. You know, God won't answer my prayers, but by abiding in the word of God, then your prayers will be answered because you are abiding in the word of God. And so, church, child of God, it is so much important that we abide in the word of God. We get the weight into our spirit. We get the weight into our lives. We get the weight in us. We abide in the word of God. And as we abide in the word of God, the word of God just will bring life unto our lives. Our prayers, we will ask anything, Jesus said. And it will be done for us. Why? Because we abide in the word of God. And so it's important that we abide in the word of God. Say this with me. I should abide in the word of God. I, I, I abide in the word of God all the time. Yeah. It says, uh, verse 8, By this my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit, so prove to be my disciples. 
Yeah, and look at verse 9 now. You know, John 15, verse 9. He says, As the Father has loved me, so I love you. Abide in my love. Yeah, he said, Abide in me. Then he said, Abide in my way. Then he says here, Abide in my love. Yeah, and remember in the beginning I told you that when I walk in, in the word of God, I will walk, I'll be walking in God. I will be uh, walking, you know, I will be in God. If I abide in the way, then I am abiding in uh, God. If I continue in the way, then I am continuing in God. And so he says here that if I abide in Him, in His way, then I abide in His love. You know, I walk in His love because uh, I, am a, I, I abide in the way of God. And so here we see that is the way is Christ and also it is his love. Well, Christ is God. You know, in the beginning was the way and the way was with God and the way was God. You know, so then the verse 14 of John 1 tells us that the way became flesh and dwelt among us. And so we see here that in the beginning was the way, you know, right in the beginning was the way Christ was there in the beginning. You know, before the beginning began, Christ was there because he's God. And he says in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. The Word was with God. That Christ was with the Father. You know, and the Word was God himself. If you doubt the deity of Christ, there it is. You know, the Word was God. God was the Word. And God was, uh, 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 you know, God, uh, God was uh, Christ was God himself and is still God himself. And the Bible says in verse 14, And the word came and dwelt among us, you know, took on the flesh, and that is Christ. Christ came down and he dwelt among us. And so the Bible also tells us that God is love. And so Christ is love. And, and Jesus said to his disciples that there is only one commandment that I leave unto you, and that commandment is that you walk in love. You know, that love one another. You know, that walk in love. That is the new commandment that Christ has given us. And so when I walk in His way, I will walk in love. And when I walk in love, I will be walking actually in God. You know, walking in God, what do I, what do I mean? I will be having... I will be in line with God. I will be abiding with God because I am abiding in the word of God. And so it's very much important that we see there. And verse 10, if you keep my commandment, you will abide in my love. You know, so I have to keep the commandment of Christ, you know, of working in his life, then I will abide in his life. Just as I have kept just Jesus said, just as I have kept my father's commandments and abide in his love, you know, in the same way that I have uh, kept and, and, and I abide in his love, these things I have spoken to you that my joy may be in you, that, you, that your joy may be full. You will experience the joy of the Lord because you are walking in the love of God. You know, let me tell you. Jesus said this, that your joy may be full. If you don't have joy right now, uh, simply it's because you're lacking the word of God in your life. You know, and that is why it's so much important that you keep on listening to the word of God. You keep on hearing the messages because they're bringing faith and encouragement unto your life. And so if there is anything that has taken away joy, you need to restore the joy so that your joy may be full. And how do we get the joy? You know, Jesus says that he told us these things so that our joy may be full. And so the joy for you to be full is that you abide in the word of God. You walk in the word of God. You live in the word of God. You continue in the word of God. You let the word abide in you. Then the way that is abiding in you will produce full joy in your life. In the name of Jesus Christ. 
I declare to you that everything that has stolen your joy is removed in Jesus' name. I command right now every spirit that has distracted you from the word of God and as such stolen joy from you, I command that spirit to cease from you, cease operation from you in the name of Jesus Christ. I command everything, every power of darkness, every sickness that has stolen your joy to be taken away from you. Every hindrance to your prayer, say, I command that that hindrance be removed from your life, that your joy may be filled. I pray that you would walk in the joy of the Lord. I pray that the joy of the Lord would be full in your life. I pray that you would be full. You would, you would, also, uh, that the joy would overflow in your life in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray that the grace of God would increase in your life in the name of Jesus Christ. May you increase in abundance that your joy may be full. If you abide in the word of God and the word abides in you, you will ask anything from God and God will give it to you. I pray that the joy may be full in you even as you receive answers to your prayers. And any sickness in your body, I command it to go in the name of Jesus Christ. I command every insufficiency, every lack, and every spirit of poverty to depart from your life and that you receive abundance. I pray that favor would come upon your life even as you receive the life of God in the name of Jesus. I pray for the restoration of the joy of the Lord, the joy of the Lord in your marriage, the joy of the Lord in your family, the joy of the Lord in your relationship. I pray that the joy be established in you, even as you stay and you stay connected to the vine, even as you abide in the word of God. May you increase a thousand times in Jesus' name, even as you abide in the word of God. Child of God, let us abide in the way. May the strength, may the ability of God be, be, be upon you and may the joy of the Lord be restored in your life in Jesus' name. I pray that God would bring abundance of joy even as you walk in the word of God. Let me tell you, as you abide in the way, peace will always reign in your life because you're abiding in the word of God. You will wake up in the morning and don't have to worry about anything because your heart will be at peace because you are abiding in the word of God. Let us abide in the word of God in Jesus' name. Well, if you're watching this program and maybe you're not born again, you have not given your life to Jesus, I want to pray for you right now. You know, wherever you are, I want you to, say, you to say this prayer with me. Just follow me in this prayer. Say, Father God, say, Father God, I ask you right now, I ask you right now that you forgive me, that you forgive me for all of my sins. Say it. I ask you, God, that you cleanse me by your blood. Wash me from every sin. In the name of Jesus, I give my life to you. I surrender my life to you. That you be my God in Jesus' name. I make a commitment that as from today, I will serve you and I will live for you because I love you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, if you pray that prayer, you are born again. The Bible tells us that you are born again. You are a child of God. Now, my encouragement is that get into the way, get the Bible, read it, open it, read a chapter every day. You can start in the New Testament, you know, read a chapter every day. It will encourage you. And when uh, it opens up, you know, make sure that you get into church, you know, that you are 
uh, you know, you find a good church that will preach the word, encourage you, and that you grow in the word of God. The Lord bless you. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And uh, we, you know, we love you. We appreciate you. Now, all of you who would want to partner with us, even as we continue uh, spreading the gospel, uh, you, can, you can do so by visiting our website. Our website is uh, www.cfcpolokwane.com. So when you go to that uh, website, it will give you all our banking details. You know, you can also get uh, our Zephyr codes on our website and uh, also on our Facebook page. Our Facebook page is uh, God's Tabernacle, G-O-D-S-T-A-B-E-R-N-A-C-L-E. Yeah, that is God's Tabernacle, CFC. Yeah, that's our... Uh, Facebook page so you can get you will get the details right there and thank you so much to all of you who have been really giving and supporting the work of God who are able to continue with the word of God with the gospel and you know uh, we are planning great things uh, even as we continue in the word of God and so thank you so much may the Lord richly bless you even as we receive. Now you say, Pastor, but why should I give? Well, you don't have to, but if you would love to, you know, there are blessings that God promises in His word by giving. You know, that when we give, God blesses us. You know, that you might be in need, and you know, there's always somebody who is more in need than you. You know, so uh, by not only looking unto, unto yourself, you you uh, you know looking unto others then god will bring always a harvest in your life so thank you so much for all of you and uh, for for giving sowing into the work of god the lord richly bless you now tonight uh, we are crossing at six or uh, six o'clock we are live at 6 p.m you know at 18 hour and so tune in the same program that you're watching right now tune in and the Lord will bless you. And so we thank God that we will be praying together and we will be sharing the word together and it's going to be great. So thank you so much for tuning in today. The Lord richly bless you. We'll see you tonight at 6 o'clock p.m. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for joining us during this episode. Join us next time even as we continue to learn and grow with Apostle David Muluzi. Also, visit our website for more at cfcpolokwane.com. God richly bless you.